You have to be your biggest fan. And when things are really tough and they're really rough and nothing's working, but there's something inside of you that says, I just have to follow that. Because you don't know who you're gonna be, who you're gonna be, who you're gonna be. Hey guys, you're listening to Musings of a Wildflower, where we find biblical truths in everyday stories. Consider them like modern day parables. I'm Casey, your primary storyteller and resident plant and dog mom. This episode is called Check Behind the Door. Apparently stubbing your toe can be a good thing if you want to lose weight. And what you're walking with may be the next thing you lead with. So as you probably already know, I'm on a personal journey of wellness, which has been much more spiritual than physical. But COVID-19 and quarantine was trying to throw a monkey wrench in my plans. You guys know I have been on Orange Theory and I don't know if or when I am ever going back. (laughs) So I decided to sign up for this online workout community where they said that I needed two sets of dumbbells. So I literally started calling everywhere trying to get my hands on some dumbbells. And apparently everybody else had the same idea. There was none at Target. There was none at Dick Sporting. There was none at... I called all kinds of places, even some random places. And then I was waiting on a shipment that was coming from Houston. It was a mess. (laughs) But I could not find them anywhere. And so I just figured I would have to use like jugs of water or something else. So I had the door to my den uh, propped open and I was as usual, walking past it too quickly and stubbed my foot on something that was sitting behind the door. How about it was a set of adjustable dumbbells in a box that I had purchased like four years ago, like a small suitcase, (laughs) but then it said 40 pounds on it. So it was a 40 pound small suitcase, but I had purchased this set of dumbbells four years ago. So essentially the thing that I had been looking for had been sitting behind my door the entire time. So I was doing some studying and the exact same thing happened to Moses. He was walking around with a staff in his hand that I'm sure had become common to him. It was probably a part of him. And so in Exodus three, God had asked Moses what was in his hand. And he basically was like, oh, this thing, (laughs) like, oh, this? sort of belittling it and making it not a big deal. And so that same staff that God brought to his attention in Exodus 3, in Exodus 7, God used it to perform this miracle and there was this plague, it's a whole bunch of stuff. Then, you know, the Red Sea was parted and they walked on through on dry land, all of the things. But this started with something that had been in Moses' hand the whole time. And so as I was thinking about that, I realized, yo, this same thing has been happening to me in the past probably two months or so, this same story has been reiterated over and over and over and over again in my life. I purchased an iMac, like a huge computer, three years ago that I literally did not use. I've maybe used it, if you put the time together, maybe two hours in the past three years. And I'm on it about two to three hours a day now making content, I'm recording this podcast on it right this second. And then I made a decision in my heart that I was going to go ahead and get back into trying to learn music theory and some other things to just help me as a songwriter. I feel like people know me as a songwriter, but don't realize a lot of my skill set is just by ear. I haven't had a lot of 
really study in music theory and all of those things that help with songwriting and help with communicating as a worship leader. So I'm like, okay, I really need to get into this. And so my friend offered to help me, which was amazing and offered to help me figure out how to learn music theory as a worship leader. And so then she's like, yeah, but it would be great if you had a keyboard. And so I'm thinking to myself, I am broke. (laughs) I'm not broke. No, I'm not broke. I don't even call that over my life and that's not true. I'm not broke, but I'm not working. <laughs> so <laughs> discretionary income isn't necessarily, you know, just flowing like milk and honey. I feel like God really wants me to know how to do this, to use me better. So I had decided, okay, I'm gonna purchase maybe a cheap little keyboard so that I can do these lessons with my friend. And I'm sitting there and it hits me, you already have a keyboard. So when I was in the eighth grade, (laughs) yes, the actual eighth grade, (laughs) my mom purchased a keyboard for me because I was musical and I thought I was taking piano lessons and all that kind of stuff. I was terrible. I was trash. It was a mess. So I called my mom and I'm like, hey, do you still have that keyboard in my old room in your house? And sure enough, my keyboard from eighth grade was still there, a little dusty, (laughs) but there. And she brought it over to my house. And so an iMac that I bought three years ago, a set of dumbbells that I bought four years ago, a keyboard that I purchased in the eighth grade. And then I'm really, really trying to lock down on my vegan journey. And so I was thinking, okay, I want to start making more food at home. Well, that's that's my only choice. <laughs> I mean, I guess I could do Uber Eats every day, but that doesn't sound like a good idea. So I had this idea for this recipe and it wasn't that big of a deal, but I had this idea for a recipe and so I was making vegan tuna salad. So vegan mock tuna salad. It's chickpea. Okay. Y'all don't care. But anyways, making that, if you do care, DM me, I'll give you the recipe. It actually is bomb. And so I'm chopping by hand and like, this is taking forever. I'm getting discouraged and I am slowly moving over to being hangry. And I look in my cabinet, and so most of you guys know, I live in the house that I grew up in as a kid. And so I still have a lot of things in here that belong to my granny. She loved things. Her philosophy was more is more. (laughs) My philosophy is less is more, so yeah. So I'm looking in the cabinet that we cleaned out years ago, and I see this box of this brand new unopened food processor that my granny would have had to buy 10 years ago. And so like all of these things that have come into my life that didn't really have that much meaning or I didn't really get much usage out of are now becoming vital to who I am. And so I'm like, oh my gosh, God, you're showing me something and it's bigger than tuna salad, dumbbells, and my keyboard from the eighth grade that's sitting behind me. The truth is that this is a lesson that God was teaching me. And I would love just kind of to share that lesson with you. And the first thing is be careful what you allow to become common because God may want to use it as sacred. Moses was walking around with this staff and it at some point had become common to him. And God eventually chose to use it as something sacred and powerful and as a symbol of who he was. So be careful of what we call common. Be careful of what we call just that old thing or just that old idea or just that old whatever because God may turn it around for his glory sooner than you think. And the second thing I learned is that the same day 
that you plant the seed is not always the day that you eat the fruit. I would not have known in the eighth grade that God was going to allow me to teach for 10 years and then transition me into doing ministry full time. And that ministry would cause me to be a songwriter. And that songwriting would cause me to need music theory skills and worship leading would cause me to need some music arrangement skills. And that I would have to go back to that same eighth grade keyboard. I'm literally eating the fruit of something that was purchased. Well, how old am I in eighth grade? Eight plus five, 13. Jeez, 20 years ago. First of all, Yamaha, you holding up, buddy. <laughs> but the seed was purchased 20 years ago and I'm eating the fruit today. Whew. Yeah, I just wanna, for me, just a moment. <laughs> and then the third one I learned is that we're often weighing ourselves down trying to buy or gain something that we already have. And I'm not just talking physical things. There are some skill sets, some ideas, some people that we are envious of, and we already have greatness on the inside of us. We're literally weighing ourselves down trying to acquire something or purchase something or get like this person or do things the way this person does it. Or I, I do it all the time with groceries. Like I've started having to write down a grocery list because I go to purchase something, then I look in the back of my refrigerator and I already have two things to catch up. And I think that's happening in our lives sometimes. We're sort of wearing ourselves out. We're running ourselves thin, trying to strive for something that we may already have. Yeah, this whole thing, the dumbbells, the iMac, the keyboard, it has been <laughs> rocking me. So here's what I want you to do. I want you to think of the thing that you think you need and ask the Holy Spirit to reveal it to you. Well, A, reveal if you already have the provision to do it. And then take inventory of what's in your hand, what's in your house, what's in your brain. I tell people all the time, go back through your journals, go back through your notes. There is a moment of grace right now and it's allowing us to be able to stop time to go back in our memories and go back in time and say, man, that idea that I had in 1999, it sure makes a lot of sense right now. Hey, that keyboard that my mama bought me in the eighth grade, I sure could use it now. Oh, this thing that I've been just carrying around with me, I thought it was just something that everybody could do, but turns out that this is needed in the kingdom. Man, I really could use it now. So pray for the Holy Spirit to like help you understand it, for the Holy Spirit to help you identify the things that he's already placed in your hand for you to use. Yeah, I mean, this, is, this has literally been blowing <laughs> my mind, blowing my mind. So here, we're just gonna wrap it up. Here are the three things that I learned. If you learned some other things, let me know. So DM me. Uh, you guys know you can leave me a voicemail on Anchor. Study that story. If, if you're sort of in this position, like, man, there's so many things that I wanna do. Many of us have these plethora of kingdom ideas inside of us and we have the what, we just don't have the how. And what I want to encourage you is that the how may be closer than you think. So be careful what we allow to become common. The same day you plant the seed is not always the day you eat the fruit. And what you are weighing yourself down trying to gain, you may already have. So I want to pray that for you. I want to pray clarity of sight over your life. I want to pray that you start to identify things that maybe seem inconsequential and see their kingdom potential and see their God potential. <laughs> and I want to pray that God give you his sight. That's one of the things that's been in my journal. God, help me see things like you. I've been asking for God's sight and open ears. I want to pray that same thing over you today. God, we thank you. We thank you that we have all that we need in you. Even if we can't find it, even if we can't identify it, even if we've misnamed it, you have provided for us way ahead of time. 
You are not just our savior. You are not just our Lord. You are a father and a father provides. And so God, we thank you for your nature. We thank you that you're constantly thinking of ways to take care of us. So help us to see those areas of provision, the things that we've called small, help us to see that they're God things. The things that we've called common, help us to see that they are things that can literally change the world and help us to see that we have more than we need. And so with what we have, we can afford to give things away. We can afford to help others. We can afford to sow into the lives of others, not expecting anything in return. Give us your eyes and clean our ears that we can hear you clearly in Jesus name. Amen. Dude, this has been, oh, I, I was so, so, so excited to get this episode out to you guys. It's super short. This is my first time sort of using a script. I am an ummer. Well, when I listen back to my podcast and I go to edit them, there's like a thousand ums, 200 likes, and 73, you know what I mean. <laughs> So my goal is it's trying to become a little more precise, a little clearer with what it is I'm trying to say, because I think that the messaging that God is allowing us to hear right now is super important. And I don't take it for granted that God allows me to be one of the mouthpieces to speak that out into people's lives. And I don't want to just, you know, just be winging it all the time. Like I'm, I, I love the fact that I'm very casual, if you will, <laughs> candid most of the time a little bit of an oversharer, <laughs> but I want to still steward what God has given me with care because I know that it matters to him. So that's what I'm trying to do here at Musings of a Wildflower. So I want to thank you. Thank you for listening to Musings of a Wildflower. Again, my name is Casey. I am the primary storyteller here and resident plant mom and dog mom. If you want to pray for something, I have like two people that I have my sights on that I would love to interview <laughs> while we're at home. So just be, I won't say their names just in case they're like, girl, I didn't say yes. But we're just believing that they're going to say yes. The last time we did this, it was with my friend Naomi and it happened. So I'm just saying, it could happen. <laughs> and listen, I know you're listening to me, but I would love to hear you. So if you are listening to this podcast on the Anchor platform, or even if you have access to the Anchor platform, you can actually leave me a voicemail. So go on Anchor, find us at Musings of a Wildflower, find episode, well, season five, episode six, and leave me a voice note. I would love to hear what you think. And I would love to include it even inside of our podcast so people can hear our whole crew. Cause I'm just one member of this crew. I just happen to be the girl with the mic, but you are definitely a part of this family. So I would love to be able to share that. So check me out in two weeks. We'll meet here, hopefully same time, definitely same place. Cause I'm not, y'all can open up all you want to. I still need about two weeks, <laughs> but I figured it'll be a good time to tell you about the fact that I had to cut Bertha. <laughs> That's our next episode. I'll see you soon. This is Musings of a Wildflower and my name is Casey. Because you don't know who you are.